Hello and welcome to the Where's Point Podcast. Today, I'm talking to myself again. I hope you enjoy me, uh, I don't know, kind of break down some interesting things. I thought I was interesting. No, no, no. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the Where's Point Podcast. Today, it's, it's just me. It's just me. You all you got me to listen to. Um... I'll make it short though, short and sweet, as you've probably seen by the time. Stampers, um, yeah, I've uh, been trying to get guests lined up, and nothing's really working, working quite right. But eventually, eventually, we'll figure this shit out. It's been a kind of chaotic couple weeks for myself. Um, I just started my internship with Kimberly Clark, which is fan freaking tastic. Um, though it is working from home, which sucks ass. So if anybody works from home, that sucks ass. I understand. Um, never really understand before. Kind of did. Did school from home. It's not the same stuff though. Uh, thought working from home would be easier because like you get paid. No, doesn't matter. Uh, it still sucks. So yeah, yeah. Uh, been doing that. It's very interesting. Uh, It's hard to find motivation. I don't know because being self-motivated in school is pretty easy uh, to be fair. And I think the reason that is is because, I don't know, it doesn't take much brain power to sit and just watch someone's pre-prepared video or get on a lecture and not participate. It doesn't take much. And for me, at least, that's all I have to do to really soak up information. I don't know, maybe I'm lucky that way, but when I just watch something and kind of just set my mind to blank and just absorb, it seems to work out. So doing school online, easy, easy stuff. Now doing work online is a little bit different. Uh, uh, there's a lot, of, like, the, don't get me wrong, people at KC so far, I've never met someone who was mean by any sense of the word. And... They always say, "Oh, if I got, if you, if I can help you in any way, shape, or form, just let me know. Give me a holler. I'll help you out." Um, but it's still like the effort it takes to move from. Let me put it this way: the effort it takes to just. Send someone a message, whether it's just like, hey, I don't know how to do this. Um, and feeling, I, I instantly feel like I'm interrupting their day. I don't know why. Uh, it's probably not good, but it's how I feel. Almost like a sense of guilty because like I don't know what I'm doing. But to be fair, don't know what I'm doing at all. Uh, don't have any experience in anything that I'm doing. And there's no one to really ask. It's not like I can walk to someone's office and be like, hey, <laughs> sorry to bother you. Uh, how do you go on this website and find this thing? You have to send them a message, maybe arrange a meeting so you can watch them do it on their screen. It's it's annoying. Uh, so I don't know how companies think they will approach this um, with Casey. I really didn't think many companies were still working from home, but apparently I'm just dumb and don't keep my eyes wide open because Casey's been this way the whole time. And so have a lot of other companies. Um, but I'm curious to see if they'll like, 
if they'll ever get 100% back in the office or if they'll keep this like working from home thing an option for people because working from home, I don't like it might work for some people, but those people, for whatever reason, I just don't see how they work as hard as other people. You know what I mean? Uh, I think there's a lot of motivation that comes from working in a group and seeing other people working and almost maybe it's me being competitive, but when I see someone else achieving something, I want to achieve something as well. Uh, and I think that's a healthy thing that is not achieved in this (laughs) virtual environment. So it's a bummer, but soon, hopefully things will get back to, uh, what normal used to be. Though I don't imagine that will ever take place. Uh, it's it's weird. I'm constantly amazed at how much and how fast we can adapt to new situations. Uh, I don't know if you've ever come to this consensus on your own, but walking into a building or going through a drive through or really meeting any other human being that you don't know uh, and them having a mask on, I kind of just don't notice it anymore. And I feel like that's such a weird thing because I distinctly remember as a child, like in elementary school, going into the doctor's office and having like the flu and they made me put on a mask and like walk around the building with a mask on it. And I thought it was the most embarrassing thing in the world. And honestly, I don't see why it wouldn't be considered embarrassing. Uh, We built this culture around masks being warm almost in shame. Like, how dare you get sick? Now wear this thing. It's like a cone for a dog. That's how we used to wear masks. And the rest of the world, at least, uh, like, you normally see that, or I've normally seen it. Maybe I just don't, again, have my eyes wide open. But in the Asian communities... Uh, like not even communities. What am I talking about? Like in Japan, uh, they would wear masks whenever they're sick because that's just like the respectful thing to do. You're like, Hey, I woke up with a cough. I don't want to get other people sick. Let me just throw on my mask to go to work. And it was seen as a respectful thing. And if you wouldn't do something like that, you'd be like literally an asshole. Uh, so I'm curious to see if we switch to that tort, like side of culture. Um, I don't know. I'm going to be honest, uh, I go to the gym and maybe it's a 70-30 split, 70% being people don't not wearing masks. And they have signs that say like, we encourage all people to wear masks. And I mean, how much can encouragement can they do? And I don't see it as a bad thing. Um, I've always been the case for people should be able to make their own decisions, right? Um, and if you don't like other people's decisions, then you'll choose not to be around. Like it's it's like the true like uh, idea of like self fulfilling change through people's opinions. Uh, and I think having a option in the gym, and the option is pretty much if you want to wear a mask, go ahead, but uh, you don't really have to. I think it's very interesting. Uh, I have two stories. One of them being I was into I was walking into a shell to go fill up on gas and I I pay I don't pay at the pump. Uh so I walk in to pay 
And the lady behind the counter was not wearing a mask. And I was like, okay, is that how we're doing this now? Like, is that is that the kind of environment that's here? I'm fine with that. I don't want to be the odd man out. And I took mine off. I was like, screw it. You know, um, it's, I, I don't know if that's the same way for everyone. Uh, again, I, I think there's an instant response when I say something like that, that people go, oh no, what are you doing? You're a terrible human being, but I'm not sick. If I was showing symptoms or something like that, I would not do that. That, that would be idiotic and just unrespectful. Like the, um, Japanese ish, the Japanese culture and Chinese culture seem to be Asian centric. So it's Asian centric culture. Um, it, it 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 is respectful in my mind. Like that's what it is. It's not obeying the laws, and it's not being rude if you not if you don't wear a mask a hundred percent of the time. It's respectful when you wear a mask when it's in, like reasonable. And also, I I'm a ve- like not to brag, but I'm a youngin, and I'm not physically like unfit. So my chances of getting the virus and being like heavily affected by him by it is very small. And on top of that, my chances of like dying from it is just about zero. I mean, I'm sure there's there's cases if you look for them. And but statistically, like if we're talking stats, I got I got a good chance. Like I probably take more risk getting in the car when it snows. Like that's where we're sitting. So by those two lines of reasoning, I see it fit for me to take off my mask um, in public. And I'm curious to see when public opinion will shift likewise. My guess, and I'm going to put this in writing slash in words in recorded audio is that like June, July-ish, we're going to see like a public shift. It's going to like start during the summer months and people are start going to go outside. And I think in, uh, being outside is going to be again encouraged like it was this past summer because everybody was so cooped up. And I think though some schools are coming back in session a little bit, I think that little like spark, like my brother's coming back in school right now. I think that little spark of... Who and he's in Appleton School District. That little spark of, um, like community and like reigniting some friendships and so on and so forth, will escalate in a way into some extracurricular activities, which are like going outside, going to a park, maybe going to play basketball with friends. And I think with that, we'll see a lot of people spending time outside next to people. And I would assume, and this is me assuming, that we're going to not see a huge jump in numbers of cases. And we're not going to, like, there's not going to be this huge push of fear in the media and what's portrayed for twofold reasons. I don't think that um, the media is going to push it so long. I think the people are done. I think people are tired of it. And I think people have been tired of it, but a relentless, like literally onslaught. Um, I, 
went to the gym. This was probably before the new year. And I was watching the CNN. I was watching CNN technically, but uh, I don't, I don't watch news. Okay. Let's get that out there. Don't watch news. Terrible for you. It, it's like eating candy and I don't understand why people do it. It's just like bad for you all around. You get nothing positive on the news. Now down the line, if this podcast pulls up, I promise you, I, I will be making t-shirts and I don't have any examples of the t-shirts yet. Um, as in like, I don't, I have like temp, like t-shirts. So here's what it is. <laughs> the merch that I want to make is just going to be black t-shirts with like an embroidered white lettering phrase up in the upper, um, left-hand corner. If you're wearing it, I think, or is it right-hand corner? It doesn't matter much. Um, and like mine says pointless, which is amazing. Um, but I want to make a shirt that just says like, fuck the news or like a news. And it's just like crossed out or something, something like clean, like no news. I don't know something. I'll come up with something or brainstorm something with friends who normally know better from a, um, common commoner line of thinking i sometimes catch myself in this trap where i think too much like think let's say when something is funny when it's like an oh ha 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 funny like you have to think about it for a second i like take it a step far will where it's like oh oh and then it's not funny anymore and i don't know why i do that but in my brain i i, I think it's funnier when it takes longer and it's a harder realization to hit with a joke um, I can't think of any examples. It's a very hard example to pull off in this spirit at the moment, but yeah, the, that merch will come in time, in due time. I learned how to embroider, so it'll come in sooner, new time. Uh, uh, no, I was watching CNN, uh, back before the new year and right on the right hand side of the screen, it had the numbers of the virus, like infected and whatever, whatever. It was U.S. totals, I don't know, total totals, which make no sense from a data standpoint. Like, don't really matter. Don't tell you anything. Uh, but people like to see that, I guess. But that kind of, like, constant pressure on public uh, sucks, but it keeps the virus, like, right in their mind. Whenever they turn on the news, their favorite station, CNN, they see... Hey, these are the coronavirus numbers. Be scared. Be scared. It's taken over the U.S. And I think it self it helps people self realize, um, like if because generally um, viruses uh, getting sick from something that you don't know and you can't see uh, is fucking terrifying. Uh, so to play up that and to make these reports through the news and to keep reminding people that this virus exists helps them uh, realize their fears and like self uh, what's it called it's not self-admitting it's like self uh, real it's not self-realization I don't fucking know man but makes them more scared and uh, people like that. Like if, if it's something that they generally believe, they'll invite that more into their life just because it like self confirms something that they already think like it. People don't like to listen to 
someone saying they're wrong. Just in general. I don't like listening to that. I don't think other people do. People don't like listening to people who tell them they have to change. Uh, like in general. So why would someone go out of their way to turn on in their leisure time? Because that's what watching the news is. Um, a, a channel that says something that they don't believe in. And that's why I think there's a like there's always been a poll. I don't think it's that the news is more biased now than ever. I really don't. Now I don't have a lot of experience on this earth, but I don't I can't imagine that's the case. I think we're just seeing it now more than ever or at least it's easier to see. Yet some people still fall in the same trap. And I used to think it was the older generation that would go and watch the news for fun like come home from a hard day's work turn on the news because that's what they've always done but i've seen it more and more with from our generation as well um and i think it's people people always turn into their parents like there i think there's a progressive commercial right now where they go like um they try to like help new homeowners not turn into their parents i don't know good advertising scheme though and uh, and I think there's a bit of truth to it because it's funny. There has to be a bit of truth. And I think normal people such as like normal people, I'm meaning to say people my age are slowly like, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to use a word that sucks. Adulting, terrible word, terrible, 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 uh, into people who they think are adults and think are, well, the people that they've looked up to their whole life, because don't you want to be like the person you looked up to? And who are those people? Normally their parents, um, or just an older generation. And what have older generations normally always done? Like generally speaking, of course, watch the news. And I thought it was our generation slowly like weaning them. Like we are going to be the generation to stop watching the news but I think that we're just we're just the generation that hasn't started watching the news yet. Um, I can only speak for myself, and I can only influence who I can influence as much as I can. Uh, but I don't think the news is a healthy thing. I think garbage in equals garbage out, uh, which is a very, very good podcast if you're curious to listen Um to plug a different podcast on a podcast is something special, but it's by Dan Carlin and it talks about just a whole slurry of things. And I, I really appreciate the man's opinion. He looks back. He, he always seems to have good sources and his source is like history and human repeatability, which I think is something we don't realize sometimes there i just watched uh vsauce his newest one which is a youtube channel if you haven't looked it up look up vsauce and his newest one is about time and he talks about this picture and it's a black and white photo of a african-american man who um I, and it was taken a while ago so he was probably this is probably like during the jim crow laws um like time in the United States, but he's smiling in a photograph. And back in the day, they used to think that smiling was in photos was something like fools do, you know? So like it was, 
it was something stupid. Like you showed how stupid you were if you smiled. So all the old photographs, they always look so serious and like straight face and whatnot. But in this picture, he's smiling. And apparently it was going around Reddit and people were going, hey, like is that has to be like a spoof photo. Like that couldn't have actually been taken because it looks so out of time, out of place. And in reality, it was it was actually taken back in the day, back in the day of black and white cameras. And oh, the other reason why people didn't smile, and I'm just remembering this, is because uh it's because it took so long for the camera to absorb light because that's how cameras work absorb light um and then like capture the picture so it was like easier for someone to stay at a neutral face anyways that's besides the point um this man looked out of place looked like he was from the future or like it was a faked photograph because he was smiling people aren't used to that um and it was a realization for me kind of or like um, like watching the news is for people who um, agree with the, what the news is saying. It was a confirmation of my previous beliefs that people haven't changed, like basically at all. We haven't learned to adapt better. We haven't learned to love better. We haven't learned to communicate better. All we have done is added more stuff to our lives. I think there's there's no true way to like let's say I think everybody has a finite amount of communication they can give to other people. Um so what that means at least in the context in which I'm trying to say it is that they only have a certain amount of like speech communication so if let's say your significant other you can give them a hundred percent of your communication and you can lose all of your friends you can lose all of your family just due to the fact that you do not keep those relationships alive because if we're being honest a good relationship needs a ton of stimulation or you can give that significant other 50 percent of your time which is still like a ton of time and then divide up the rest of the 50% to your friends and to your family and to your loved other loved ones um, to keep those relationships alive. And I think that that number, that amount of communication has never changed. There's always a limit to how much you can talk to other people. I think now the only thing that has changed is the amount of people that you can keep conversations with and I think that we have the ability to talk to so many people and keep so many relationships alive at once that we can slowly accidentally take away from the relationships that truly matter or that should truly matter or that have traditionally truly mattered um, and kind of spread yourself too thin into having way too many relationships. And I think there's one, the, the main way that that happens is through like social media. And so I, I really have come to dislike the term social media, but platforms that allow you to communicate to a broad audience, 
Um, and you get some sense of uh, tribehood. You can feel like you are part of something. And I don't think that that's really... It, it again, it's such a small level of a relationship. It, it might be like 0.001% of your true giving of in a relationship, true communication, that uh, if you have a large enough number or you give them too much time, maybe you only have like 1% to give to a significant other down the line. And then you are finding yourself feeling unfulfilled. Um, you've lost touch with your family and your previous friends, and it feels like everybody you have left is like old friends. Uh, or All your old friends are gone, and all the people that you have left are like new friends. And that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. And I think, I think should be just like the title of this episode. That should honestly, <laughs> it's such a good name for a podcast, I think. Um I can see that being a troublesome thing. So, let's say like this is something that I've always or I've been starting to try to do um to kind of remind you at least remind myself where like my the tip of my boat should be pointed. That sounds weird. Where the where my arrow should be pointed towards in life, like what target I'm shooting at. And that's to find solutions to problems. So I I brought up a problem just there. What is the solution? That's the question that I've made myself ask because that's the harder question. Identifying the problem is only half like it, it, what it, that's literally all it does. It doesn't give you a solution to the problem. It doesn't help the situation, but it's a necessary step. I think the solution, the actionable knowledge of that is just the acknowledgement of it and the embrace, like embracing the moment when you are with other human beings in the, in the flesh, not over electricity. I think that, um, if, it's an easier way because it limits how many people you can keep contact with. And it's an easy way to keep your relationships healthy. The harder way is to stay on social media and to stay on communication through the internet. Um, but limit how much you talk to people and limit how much you communicate with the outside world. I think that's the harder way to do it and invite so much more challenge into your life. But if you're willing to take that challenge, I think it can end up being beneficial. Because after all, like social media is progress. It's just that like humans aren't able to deal with it yet. Or we haven't, we haven't given the knowledge to the general masses of a way to healthily deal with it through education. And I think that's the problem that we're occurring. That's one of the many problems, let's put it that way, that we're occurring in society today. So I guess that's all I have for you today. But I, I, I challenge you, I implore you 
um, young men and women, you know, old young men and I don't freaking know your age. Let's be honest. I implore you to try and create, create personal relationships that mean more than nothing. (laughs) Put it that way. Think about it this way. If they're not giving anything to you and you're giving them more and this is taking place over the internet, give it up. It's not worth it. And it's not real to begin with. It's not significant enough to begin with to stress over. Yeah. With that, I hope you guys all have a wonderful week. Um, The next podcast is going to be a freaking hilarious one. And I hope you guys have enjoyed the previous ones I put out. um, I enjoyed the Trey Mason one, though. It took forever to record. Like it was a four and a half podcast, four and a half hour podcast. And that's why I broke it up. Um, been coming out with some pretty interesting ones. I think, I hope that I'm turning out better and better podcasts as I uh, get better and better at this, but I'm trying to think of some new ways to innovate the podcast. So hopefully you guys will see some of that in the future. And this has been, this has been Adam Schmidt until next time. Where's the point? Where's the point?